there, guys and gals, gals and guys. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I know it's been a minute since I've made a recording. It's been two days. So, why? Um, I've had some drama tornadoes come through my life. I feel like maybe some of you can relate with what I'm saying. Um, I had some negative people come through and shake some stuff up. And I didn't want to make a podcast right away about it because I didn't want to speak in anger um, and say things, you know, that I would regret later on. So I took a little bit of a break, you know, and I feel like that's a good thing. I feel like that was just because I didn't want to word vomit, you know, all over you guys. Um negative stuff. So now that I have my positive headspace back, um, I thought that I would go ahead and and make an episode. So let's talk about these drama tornadoes, right? Because what am I podcasting about? My life. And that's what's happening to me. So um, the one that's really hurting me was my family. I found out that members of my family are upset with me because of this podcast. And They feel like I shouldn't be airing out um, past issues to the public. And that has them angry. Um, To that, I say, why are you listening? Like, I'm sorry, but this is a public broadcast. And this is my story. Um, You have every right. You have, you know the same amendments I do, to um, speak freely and tell your story. So, but also you have the the right to not listen to what I'm saying at all. Like, if you don't like it, why are you playing it? Like, I just don't understand because I don't feel like anything that I have said about my family has been... um, overtly negative at the end of it, right? Like I always turn it around into a positive. I'm always trying to work on the positive. Like, and when I do talk about my family, you know, I talk about how I miss them and I want them in my life and that I love them. Um, So it's really hard for me to understand uh, what exactly it is that I did wrong. And then, um, I also tried to uh, reiterate that this podcast, so I'll say it here for people who, you know, I haven't spoken to about this because apparently you're listening. Um, (laughs) This podcast is meant for a specific audience. Uh, If you were to stumble upon this podcast, you would do one of two things. You would either not listen to it because you don't find it helpful and it's not for you. Or two, you would just listen to the story and respect the author, the speaker. Like, you wouldn't get upset with them for for telling their story. Uh, I understand that I'm telling stories that you guys are involved in, but I don't say your name. I don't call you out. I always try to reframe things in a positive mindset. So, since I'm doing things for a positive reason, and that's the mentality that I'm taking to all approaches to try and help others. I guess it just confuses me 
as to why you would be upset with me. And then I also found out um, from someone that there's members of my distant family that are upset with me. Uh, And to that, I say, of course, I love you. Like, I'll say that to start. I love all of my family. But in hindsight, in retrospect, like, you don't sit at my table um, and have not for decades. Like, we haven't been involved. We haven't had conversations. Like, so why am I going to listen to what you have to say when I'm actually doing something good? Like, I just don't... I don't understand how what I'm doing is so wrong, but um, I don't think it is. So that's why I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm pretty happy with the fact that I'm going to keep doing it. So basically, I guess the moral of the story is uh, if you're a family member that's listening to this, that's upset with me. This is not meant for you. Stop listening. Why are you going to continue to make yourself upset? So anyway, moving on, um, what else has happened that has been uh, drama tornadoes in my life? Um, So I've had some sex and it didn't make me feel better. So that was disappointing. Um, Yeah, like... So then I have to stop and I have to process and unpackage why, like, why doesn't it make me feel better? And um, one of the guys that I was talking to who at first, you know, was just flat out refusing to have any kind of friends with benefit relationship with not just me, with with anyone um, was trying to tell me, you know, that it just it hurts your soul is the way that he worded it. And I guess I agree with that statement. It hurts your soul. But I also believe that the reason that it hurts my soul is because I'm not yet where I need to be emotionally. Like, so one of the guys that I was talking to, uh, when I asked him this question, like, why isn't sex helping me? He said, well, sex is just a a dopamine high. And, you know, if you take away all the other parts of a relationship, you know, the cuddling, the watching of movies, you know, the talking, the being in a relationship together and just have the dopamine, you're going to have a quick high and then a long low. He didn't say exactly those words, but that's how I rephrase things, because I absolutely love that song. Um, So quick high and a long low and that's that's kind of how I've been living my life quick highs and long lows so that's what's led me here today so now I have to make this you know decision like do I just want to not have sex with people until I'm in a relationship because it's such an oxymoron right like because what I'm saying is that I want love And I shouldn't want love because the fact that I want it means I'm not ready for it. Like the fact that I am reaching for it 
means that I'm not ready to receive it. Does that make sense? So it's, it's so moronic to me (laughs) and pathetic because I see my MO, like I know my patterns and I know that I'm also making better choices. Like I know that I'm being true to myself and I know that I'm letting a lot of guys go, like not even, you know, trying to people please at all, like right away soon as I know it, hey, let's stop talking. Like, as soon as I see red flags when I'm having conversations with people, I end it. I don't ghost them. Like, I just end it because I ain't got time for that, right? Like, so it's really difficult for me because I feel like the reason that I ended up in the hospital this last time is because I wanted to feel love. Like, I feel like I've been wanting to feel loved for eight motherfucking years. Like, so it's hard for me to pump the brakes and and be okay with with just, you know, being alone. But the fact that I'm not okay with being alone is why I need to be alone, honestly. Like, I shouldn't have another rebound, right? Even though my standards are much higher Right. And the reason it was a rebound is because I had no standards, but my standards are better. But I also understand that right now I'm in an extremely manipulative state. Okay, Like and what I mean by that is any man that would try to save me or sweet talk me, you know, could probably make me have love goggles on because I'm just searching for that feel good, right? But I also know that I've been doing a lot better. Like I said, I've been, there's been a lot of guys trying to just make me feel good, right? And no, 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 all day long, like men are thirsty out there right now on Facebook dating. Yeah, girls, if you are lonely, get on Facebook dating, like, All the men that I meet are thirsty. Well, I'm trying. uh, Yeah, men are thirsty right now. It's a little overwhelming. (laughs) But I just feel I want love, right? Like, of course, I want love. I've been missing it. I don't know. I don't feel like I've had it in eight years. Like, I just, if I could just get over my own bullshit, right? Like, if I could just process through my own BS, own up to my own accountability, and I could see better, clearer, you know, if I could just cross that finish line. But you can't, you can't just skip the whole freaking marathon and get to the finish line. Like, that's not how life works. It's never been how life works. So what am I complaining about? Honestly, right? Look at, I am rambling. I am completely spiraling right now. But if I could just get over my own BS, um, then I could jump into looking for my husband or maybe not, because I don't know if I ever want to get married again. Like I've thought hardcore into that conversation as well, uh, especially with all of my exes in my past. Like I don't the paper's not important to me. Just having a partner is. Like, just love is what's important to me. That's what I'm missing. That's what I want is the love, the companionship, the partner, 
the best friend. Like, that's what I really fucking miss. So, as far as taking your last name, like, no. There was one thing that I said to my ex when I when we got back together after the first time we separated, two years into our marriage, because we did. Um, and I talk about that in some of my past episodes. But when I begged him to come back, what I said to him was, I want to die a Gilson. So maybe I will. You know? Fuck it. Maybe I will. Or maybe I'll get married and just not change my last name. You know, who knows? Or maybe I'll go back to my maiden name. I'm a woman, right? (laughs) Sorry, women. But my mind is never made up. (laughs) I think you guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But anyway... If I could just get to the point where I love me, like if I could just get to where I love me, there'll be no such thing as me falling for a rebound. Because right now, with me being in this state, all I'm going to do is is worry about, am, am I enough? Like, am I enough for this man? And try to people please all day long, just people please. And I won't actually say how I feel. And I love this new blunt and honest and raw me. And I know that I have been extremely, you know, you know, um, vulnerable, so to speak, like uh, the fact that I'm I can be easily manipulated right now, like I can be easily molded. I can be a chameleon right now, you know, and think that I'm doing it for the right reasons, but it's all wrong. So as soon, but I'm proud of me because as soon as I start to recognize those patterns in myself, like with a man, like I completely cut that conversation off entirely. Like the second that I start to think in my head, I'm going to compromise on something that is firm to me. I cut ties with that man. Like, as soon as I think that you are risking my mental state, I cut ties with that man. Like, I don't need that in my life because I'm trying to be a bigger and better me. And if you're not on board with that, then you're not going to get on board the Tiffany train. (laughs) God, that sounded terrible. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. Yeah, explicit. My podcast is explicit. So anyway, I want to say that it's fun to feel wanted. Like, it's fun to flirt. It is. It really is. But I'm still alone, you know, and I'm still hurting and I'm still fighting, you know, and grieving, but I'm doing it quickly. Like there's no way but through. And I'm I'm processing and I'm stepping one foot in front of the other and I'm not going back. Like and I've and I have stead stayed steadfast to that. Like I have not back traveled at all. Like I keep going forward. I'm so proud of me. And like even with the okay, even with the family drama tornado attacking the podcast, which means so much to me, right? Like, and and it hurt because it's like, 
why would you want to take away something that's saving me? Like, if, if it hurts you, it's because you're allowing it to, because you're listening. Why would you want to hurt me? Like, it's helping me, and not only me, but other people, right? So I was really sad because it felt like, once again, I'm unlovable. Like, my family just doesn't care about me, right? Because I speak my truth. Like, they can speak their truth. So, but I, I also, I only cried for, like, three minutes. And holy crap, like... I have a really good handle on my emotional state. Like, I was sad about it. I was really sad. I was angry for a little bit, for sure. That's why I didn't podcast. But you know what I didn't get? Like, depressed. No, instead, I started, you know, thinking about, you know what? It's okay. Like, sometimes those people who act that way, like, that's why we don't have contact with them. Like, honestly, that, that's why we put boundaries in our life. That's why we cut ties for our own mental health. Like, and, I, and I'm becoming very aware of that. Like, perhaps, you know, that is what healthy adults do. They put in that boundary. And, and I've been being told by my family, you know, that boundaries are good and that I should apply them to my life, that I shouldn't be so, uh, so empathetic, so loving and open to the masses. Um, I can't help it. I really can't. Like, I have nothing to give but myself while on this short time on this earth. And, and when I give myself, like, it doesn't mean I'm going around trying to sleep with everybody, people. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I, if you are in my life or if you know me or if you worked with me, like, I have been complimented so many times by coworkers. Like, hey, when you talk to someone, like, you really talk to them. Like, you listen. And I've always asked them to please expand upon that more. Like, what are you trying to say to me? They're like, oh, you just, you know, like, you, you pay attention. Like, you connect. Like, you, you dig deeper. Like, you care. Yes, there it is. There's the little mustard seed, okay? I care so much about everyone around me, even if I don't know you. And I need to get some more fuck you in my life. Like, and the only way for me to get more fuck you in my life is to not allow people to disrespect me, which means that I need to understand that not everybody on this planet is deserving of me to be that way. So it's okay for me to want to give that love around, right, to the people who deserve it. So very quickly, I am weeding people out of my life, you know, that the second that we start crossing boundaries or red flags, like, they're dropping like flies, people. Like, yeah, no, if I, if I don't foresee us being a thing or if I don't foresee you being good for my emotional health, like, if I don't foresee us being friends, like, or if we could, you know, if I foresee that I have to bend who I am for you in any way, shape or form, it's going to be a no. If I foresee that you're going to be bad for me in any way, shape or form, then it's a no. And I just move on, right?
so yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't, I don't know that I want to continue acting the way that I have been. Um, I don't like the way that it makes me feel like so empty inside. Like, yeah, it makes me sad the next day, like happy in that moment, but sad in the next day. Like that guy was telling me, like he told me sex is just a dopamine high, right? Like he, he told me that why I feel that way. Like you're, you're getting a high and then you come down it's a quick high and a long low, right? Like he told me, um, he also told me that maybe the reason I feel sex isn't working for me is because I'm not doing it with him. So <laughs> there's that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm thinking about making some changes. I just desperately want to get to the point where it's okay for me to want love. Like, I don't think it's bad that I want love because I can understand it. But I want to get to the point where I am um, emotionally stable enough to accept love because I'm so close. I'm, I'm so close. Like, I'm definitely almost there to where I'm going to start the journey of loving myself, right? Like I'm almost there to where I can at least start that journey. But right now I still, I still struggle. I still struggle. And I got to find out why I got to find out why my self-esteem is just so in the tank right now. Just like empty, um, empty. And I think it's just because I feel alone. But we talked about that too. We did a whole episode on being alone and how I'm good company. Like, and it's okay because oh, it's because of the mindfulness. I can't be in the moment with things, right? I'm too worried about how I don't have what I want right now that I'm getting lost. I think that's probably what I'm doing. I know I'm doing a little bit of that to some extent, like getting lost in that mind trap of the sucks, you know, like the whirlwind of the suck. (laughs) No, not dick people. Uh, no, that's not... (laughs) Yeah, this is why my relatives should not listen to my podcast. And this is why it says explicit. So, um, yeah, it's just the, the spiraling, the whirlwind of the suckiness. It, the suckiness tornado just pulls you in, right? Because I desperately miss companionship and cuddling and having another person in the bed next to you. You know, the weight of them, even, like, but I know I'll get there. I know that I'll get there. And like I said, I'm very proud of me because I had a definite handle on things. Like, I got over things a lot faster. I had a bunch of people come in and try and spray some WD-40 all over my emotional handle. And instead of me freaking out, which usually after enough WD-40, I would freak out, right? Instead of that happening, 
I moved on. I need to get to the point to where I don't cry at all. And I get to the point where I'm just like, okay, fuck you. Like, peace, deuces. I don't know what you want from me. Like, you get what you give. I'm just speaking the truth and trying to frame it in a positive mindset. It's my truth, my story. You don't get to tell me what's right or what's wrong about it. And you don't get to tell me that I should live a life of keeping the freaking elephant in the room. Okay? Like, I understand that that's how we as a family can usually operate. Got it. Got it. So many secrets inside that family. But it's not how I want to live my life. I want to end my generational curses. I want to be better. Do better. So maybe my children have a better chance. I want them to know what it's like to actually stand up and take your life back and your power back. Because right now all they see is me as a freaking failure. And if I stop. That failure could be written in stone. So this is about me taking my power back. This is about me and my life. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. You haven't been a part of it anyway. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. So that, yeah, that exactly was the kind of um, things that I was trying to avoid saying. But I don't think that I said anything disrespectful, you know. Um, I just spoke how I'm feeling, uh, why it hurts, and how I'm proud of myself for not being a people pleaser. Because guess what, guys? The podcast is up and the episode is rolling Right? So look at me breaking the mold, breaking the MO, changing the pattern of my life, taking my power back, because you know what? The only way out is through.